you are tuned in to the Chaos Cast, hosted by two jerks and a dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get ejected for targeting, while stiff-arming Rob's trash fantasy football team, your only place for chaos fantasy shenanigans. I am your host, Brad Kreger, alongside Levi Basham and John Spears. This episode, we're going to take a, a look back at the results of week five. As we always do, we'll dish out the Whoopin' of the Week award, take a look at waiver pickups and fab, we'll make our picks for week six, and then we'll open up the Chaos Mailbag and address questions and comments from League Fantasy Nerds. Let's get into it. Let's dive into the week five matchups, starting off with Farewell to Hope versus Scoops Troops. Winning is a habit, and unfortunately so is losing, Vince Lombardi. And that quote couldn't be any more fitting to describe each team here. Scoop Troops, who extends this week streak, win streak, excuse me, to three games, has to be happy he just got out of there with the win, facing Fairwood of Hope, who is now on a four-game skid in their Week 5 matchup. A matchup that definitely didn't look like the rest in regards to total points. It was a low-scoring affair with the Troop Scoop snatching victory with a meager 181.56 to Farewell's lowly 177.96. So jumping into the rosters here real quick on the losing side of the ball, we're going to start with Fairwood of Hope, and he got just about everything that he thought he'd get out of his top three players, which is Hertz, Henry, and Barkley. They all scored around their averages, but right after that, he got a lot of a lot of duds there, especially with Hollins putting up a big old zero, and then with Jason on his side. Lamar Jackson, I mean, you'd take it if he just scored 23 points. But he got pretty much similar results from the rest of his team with the exception of Cooper Cup. And he uh, walks out of there with the win. Uh, moving on. All right. Next, uh, we have the matchup of the week with the intoxicated All-Stars going against a Team Purple Bleeders. Both tre- teams are trying to crawl out of the bottom of the standings. All-Stars put together a nice quality win with only one poor performance out of the quarterback position. Running backs had at least 30 points, and then Dallas defense had a fantastic day with 33 points. Bleeders just had too many duds, starting with you know three single-digit players. Bleeders can't really piece it together. Intoxicated All-Stars win 243 to 198. The All-Stars jumped to 7th. And they're not in the playoffs yet, but they have momentum on their side. They have two straight wins with a dud quarterback performance, and that shows that the All-Stars have a complete team. Acquiring a decent quarterback, not even a good quarterback, could make the All-Stars a contender. What can I say that that hasn't already been said about the Bleeders? They just haven't been consistent enough to win. They stay at ninth, but they are challenging Black Sunday for the worst team in the league. Next, we go to a huge rivalry matchup with It's What Plants Crave versus Cleveland Steamers. Early trash talk in the week showed that this matchup was worth more than just a win. Steamers declared victory in the first half of the 1 o'clock games after Nick Chubb made his second touchdown. Looking back in hindsight, that proved costly for the Steamers as It's What Plants Crave proceeded to commence an absolute beatdown on Steamers. Broncos were up by so much that they could have had the whooping of the week on them if it hadn't been for an excellent night from uh, Patrick Mahomes. 
cold plane ride back to Cleveland for the steamers. Coach Krabs could only speak in Trump gifts for the rest of the night. Statement win for It's What Plants Crave, showing that they can beat the top teams in the standings. They climbed to fourth and looked to challenge the top seeds for a bye. Disappointing week for the Steamers, but they only dropped a second in the standings. They still control their own destiny with obtaining a bye in the playoffs. But you can still see you can see a few cracks in the armor of Cleveland Steamers. You got to wonder how they can respond next week against Slop Nasty. All right, this next matchup review is brought to you by Big Perm, a huge nerd and a huge fan of the podcast as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Big Perm, for the generous, generous donation. Now to the matchup. We have Victoria's Secret versus Slop Nasty. So, so last week, John predicted that this matchup would likely come down to the play of Jared Goff. And boy, did it ever. An anemic 6.56 points, sporting a lost fumble and an interception. Are Golf and the Lions showing their true colors? Additionally, Brees Hall's 49-point performance was not enough to make up for Jared Goff's awful outing. I would also submit to you that Najee Harris and Devin Singletary are two of the worst running backs in the Chaos League and would actually be better served being managed by a trash bag of a coach like, I don't know, Rob Tinsley. But to the victor, who I challenged last week to step up her game, does just that. Amanda, flaunting Josh Allen and Gabe Davis, lay a beatdown on Jeff, who falls 251.96 to 184.36. The slippity slops drop to 2-3, and three, while Amanda rises to 4-1. Ladies and gents, the time you've all been waiting for, for our final matchup with Je- Brad Josephine Kreger and Derek Basham. Sorry, but... I got whooped. You most certainly did. Uh, yeah, not all whoopings are the same. So I feel like, give credit where credit is due, Derek whooped me, farewell to hope, whooped Levi, what plants crave, and he completed the trifecta with whooping Black Sunday Brad Crager. Now, I had a whole other thing planned, but then just talking off air to Brad, I said, you know, you should mope a little bit, and he refused, so I'll do it for him. So this is Brad saying what he should say. Uh, my team, uh, Jalen Waddle, uh, he, I don't know, he don't have a quarterback. Uh, you know, my, Josh Jacobs gets me. Uh, actually, I don't need my team. Uh, Christian Kirk got me 3.2. Tyler Hawkinson, he got me 2. How do you win with that, man? Uh, Derek's better than me. And I'm sorry I even played him. Get this away from me. Oh, my God. This is just, like, disappointing. Like, this is, how are we, how, how are we give... Derek, he has three whoopings on all three of us. Like, I tried my best to beat the uh, ever living crap out of Rob, but no, Derek had to go a little more with 130. God, like, I I can't stand to look at your team, Brad. Like, I'm looking at the roster. I'm just like, I want to puke, literally. 
All right, all right, everybody, go ahead, get your laughs out, get them out, get them while you can, because here's what I'm going to say. You know, I may have came out a little weak, but guess what? And like I said last week, it's not about how you start, it's how you finish. And look, here's, 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 the, here's the bottom line. Here's the real deal about this season and what nobody seems to be listening to when I keep telling everybody on the group text line and they won't shut their big fat mouths. Here's the thing, guys. It's week five, all right? Okay? Settle down. You're not that good. All right? It's one of those things like, you're not as good as you think you are, and I'm not as bad as I think I am. Well, I know I'm not bad. But, I mean, look at this roster. It's stacked. I just can't get any luck. Damian Harris goes down with an injury early in the game. Just like last week or the week before, David Montgomery goes out with an injury. Tua goes out with an injury. Jamar Chase can't get his head out of his butt. All right? that's You think he's going to get 17 points a week the rest of the season? Wait until these guys start stacking efforts uh, on the same week, and it's going to get ugly. That's what this means. This means that the rest of the season, I mean, I might put up a couple 300 bombs, and that's what I'm predicting. Right now, I said it on the podcast, I'm projecting two 300 bombs the rest of the season, and one of them is going right on top of Rob's head. Let's get into fab. Most bid on players this week were Geno Smith, Taysom Hill, and Alec Pierce. Uh, another huge pickup from Toxicated All Stars getting Geno Smith for two hundred five dollars. Other bidders uh, with Black Sunday, Scoops Troop, uh, Purple Bleeders, and Slop Nasty all put bids in, but All Stars got them. Uh, they sniped uh, Black Sunday, for, uh, who put two hundred, just a little bit more. Coach Kruger could have got them, and and. Uh, could hurt him, possibly could take his win away, you know, this week it, since he's waiting on Tua to come back. Uh, but could this be the QB that jump starts the All-Stars playoff run? We'll find out soon. Uh, tons of teams were eyeing Taysom Hill after his three touchdowns last week, but Farewell to Hope was able to snag him for $157. It could be a bargain if he stays the focal point of the Saints offense. I like how Farrell to Hope is spending his fab trying to get a potential breakout players. They're a one and four, eighth place. They have to start making moves to improve their starting lineup. And even if Hill doesn't work out and returns to a five carry touchdown or bust player, it was a good gamble. Other teams at the bottom of the league are just sitting waiting for their players to do something, and I, I, I can't agree with that. Uh, the Houdinis pick up another quality player for a bye week filler in uh, Alec Pierce. The uh, the Cleveland Steamers and Farewell to Hope also bid. Uh, Pierce has had some good games and even has been a better play than teammate Michael Pittman Jr. So I, I like that pickup. Uh, other news: uh, since I'm posting the Fab report now, I won't list out every uh, pickup. You. You'll have to look at the post, and uh, if you need to look at it again, let me know. I'll, I'll post it back in the group chat. And then there wasn't really uh, any unexpected drops this week, uh, like uh, Kenneth Walker or, or anything like that. Uh, teams that still have most of their fab budget uh, got outbid this week uh, by the teams with less. It, and it's an interesting note. Value of fab changes week to week, and for example, farewell to hope. Sometimes you gotta gamble with your fab. Some teams may need to reassess how much they'd like to spend. John, Brad, what do you think this week? Actually, I think the pickup of the week 
happened last week with Kenneth Walker, who was dropped by Fairway to Hope and then picked up for a dollar, which he probably would have fetched a high price this week. Uh, but looking down the line, looking at pickups, you know, it, it, a lot of the people that I went and bid on, uh, they're kind of usual suspects. But uh, I'm I'm happy with what I got, and I'm sure everyone's happy as well. Um, that's all I got. Uh, did you say the Kenneth Walker? Kenneth Walker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Pickup of the year, right? Yeah. You just failed to mention who picked him up. That'd be a Black Sunday, yours truly. Uh, but so here we go again, guys. This is becoming a weekly thing, and, and so uh, let me sit back and laugh. First of all, Joey, the intoxicated All Stars. Has Geno Smith on his roster, who he picked up for free, <laughs> and then drops him a week later, and then he's in a bidding war with me and gets him for $205. Uh, great fab management, Joe. Way to go. Uh, although, you know, this just means I'll, I'm going to root for Geno to slightly injure himself and in that. He remains as a Q on Joey's roster each and every week the rest of the season, but never actually plays. Uh, hoping that pans out, bud. Uh, Rob and the Cleveland Steamers, excuse me, the most pathetic, laughable waiver wire pickup maybe I've ever seen snags up Chase Claypool, the 73rd ranked wide receiver on the season, playing in an offense that can't complete a pass for $169. Way to go, Robert. John, so last week I dissed the pickup of Will Disley last week, and then this week you drop him for Taysom Hill. You ever heard of chasing points, bud? Yep. Hmm? Well, let me explain. It's a player on the waiver wire, has an unusually good game, basically an anomaly, and then some gullible chump fantasy manager goes running after him. I picture John peeking at his at his phone at 3.45 in the morning at work after the waiver wire is clear on Wednesday morning and whispers to himself, championship. <laughs> and then not to be outdone, Jason picks up Hayden frickin' Hurst, who's the best mullet in the NFL. The best mullet in the NFL joins Stranger Things roster. Uh, I, I mean, Scoops Troop. Uh, talk about chasing points, Jason. You're terrible. This whole waiver wire thing, it's a mess. You guys suck. All, all, almost all your pickups are god-awful. And, I mean, forget my record. I mean, look, it's just a matter of time. It's the law of averages. Things are going to break my way. Thanks for the insights, you all. No problem. Thanks for nothing. Okay, now it's time to look into the crystal ball and make our predictions. So far, Levi's crystal ball is a little clearer than me and John's. He's at 17-8 and eight after a 4-1 and one, uh, performance last week. John and I both 2-3 and three and dropped to 10-15. and 15. Uh, So we've got some work to do to get caught up there to Levi. So he's pulling away from us in our picks. But we'll see how we do this week. So the first matchup, we're going to look at a critical matchup between Black Sunday 1-4 Versus the four and one victorious secret, Brad is one and three all time versus the Randos, and will look to get out of the cellar this week with a win. Who that's who I'm picking. Give me Black Sunday. I'm gonna go with Victorious Secret. I think they're still a strong team and they'll keep it going. 
Uh, you know, I was going to pick Victoria's Secret here, but I just looking taking a closer look at her lineup. She has four players from the Bills in her starting lineup. Uh, I feel like that can do really well or do really bad. So I'll take Black Sunday here. Yep, good pick. All right, next matchup: the Houdinis, who are absolutely on fire at four and one taking on one of the biggest smack talkers in the league, the intoxicated all-stars at two and three. Uh, Joey's four and three all time against Derek. So Derek uh, has an opportunity to knot this one up. However, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick the all-stars in this one. I'm going to go with Houdini's. They've, they've been the strongest team so far. They're first in points. I think they keep it going. Get off his nuts, Levi. Um, uh, give me a uh, Joe here with uh, Geno Smith and Travis Kelsey. All right, next matchup is going to be the Purple Bleeders at one and four taking on Farewell to Hope, also at one and four. Another one of these critical matchups to avoid the one and five record that you just don't want it to be in the cellar. So uh, I'm going to take a look at this. I'm going to take Farewell to Hope, and uh, speaking of which. Farewell Hope's two and three all time versus, uh, excuse me, Lance is two and three all time versus Farewell to Hope. So, um, yeah, give me John. I'm going to go with Farewell to Hope. Uh, team just seems to be clicking a little better. Even though they're both one and four, I, I think Farewell to Hope is more talented. I guess the good news here is one of us is going to win. Uh, yeah, I'll take myself. Why not? All right, next matchup, we've got Scoop's Troop coming in at 3-2 and two on the year, taking on It's What Plants Crave, also sitting at 3-2. and two. Uh, Jason, 4-1 all-time versus Levi. And, but I, I'm going to go, I'm going to pick against that record and pick Levi here. Yeah, I'm going with myself. Uh, I have no reason not to. Scoop's Troop is a, since they changed their name, they're 3-0, and so... That's another undefeated team that's going to have a loss. Yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, I'll take uh, Scoop's Troops here. Uh, coming off a win against me last week, I feel like Lamar is going to score 23 points again. I doubt it. Uh, also with Mark Andrews, it's, it's hard to ignore. All right. So this leads us to our final matchup of the week, Slop Nasty sitting at two and three versus the Cleveland Steamers, a lucky four and one. Jeff is all time one and three versus Rob, but I'm not picking Rob probably the rest of the season. Give me Jeff. Yeah, this, this is a, a horrible, like disgusting name matchup. <laughs> like the worst <laughs> named matchup of the week. But um, I'm gonna go with Jeff. I I, I think he's he's due for a win. Uh, I like his matchups this week against uh, the Steamers. Yeah, uh, it, 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 this is a tough matchup. Uh, I think in spirit, I'm with old Slip Slop. But I think I'm gonna have to go Rob here. I hate I hate doing that. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Cleveland Steamers by a little bit. All right, here we go, guys. Uh, moving on to the mailbag. So we'll lead off here with Brad from PRPS. Is Black Sunday the greatest one and four team of all time? 
dumbfounded by that question like yeah. what does that even mean like you're 10th in the league out of 10 that's the that's the number I'm looking at I sense great fear in both of you and that fear is festering throughout the rest of the league that is why the chaos group text line is exploding with filth flarn filth aimed at me because of this deep-seated fear from Rob, from Joey, and now from John and Levi, Jason. <laughs> it just makes me smile. I love you all. This is him moping again. Uh, uh, you know, uh, my guys, if they were on my bench. Yeah, moving on, next question. All right, Jason from Portland asks, uh, since Levi has only won against undefeated teams and there are no more undefeated teams left in the league, does this mean he's going to lose the rest of his games for the season? No, I, I'll find some stats to motivate my team. Uh, speaking of example, this week that Scoop Troop is 3-0 since they've changed their name from I don't even remember what it was, probably something stupid. Uh, so they're 3-0. And now they're going to be three and one after this week. Yeah, I guess as long as Levi keeps finding some narrative to to conjure up some undefeatedness about another about his opponent, I guess it's still it's possible. Um, but uh, the the quick and easy answer is no. Wait, what was the question? Never mind. Yeah, you better be real scared, Jason. Real scared. Tough Levi's coming after you. All right. Also, after talking immense amounts of trash, Brad's team remains in the basement of the league. Is Black Sunday just going through a prolonged period of the yips, or is this team actually the trashiest of trash? Um, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure Black Sunday is going to find a win, and whoever he beats is going to be super embarrassing. So I feel like he's going to get out of it eventually, but uh, I think we possibly were overrating his team a little bit. So you're telling me there's a chance. You said possibly. 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 I've already, I've really, I've already addressed this, and I continue to address this in the Chaos Group text line, and I guess I'm going to have to continue to because you, you, you're all being obtuse. You're being stubborn, and you're being idiots. Okay, I keep having to explain myself the same narrative over and over. What's wrong with you guys? What's wrong with you, you people? You know, you know that a turnaround is imminent. It's, it's got to happen. This is just, this is just the law of averages playing out, guys. That means, I'm telling you, 300 bombs are coming. And when that happens, you won't hear the end of Black Sunday, brother. You know what I'm really tired of? You addressing it. All right? Exactly. Short answer to your question, Jason. Yes, this is the trashiest of the trash. I'm sorry I even drug that out. <laughs> All right. Joey from Valley Station asks, besides the obvious stud players, who is a guy that you think is in for a big game, and who's a player you think that might struggle? Good question. Hmm. Um, from a, I'm assuming from another team. Um, um. Hmm. 
It's a tough question. Uh, I would say, let's see. I think I think uh, Green Bay has a chance of having some good games. I feel like they've underperformed. So any of the players from there, and then I, I think uh, maybe even Jonathan Taylor. You know, uh, whenever he comes back, he hasn't really performed at all. But I think he'll come back to be a top ten running back, maybe in number one. Uh, and then some players I think will underperform. Christian McCaffrey, he's uh, he's due for an injury, which he you know by this time of the year, for the last two years, he's gotten hurt. Yes, and I'm actually pulling for that. So, okay, so the, the player who's who's due for a blow up is going to be Jamar T- uh, Chase. You know, the last three weeks, or even last four weeks, uh, he's been mediocre. The player that's coming back down to earth will be Sir Nicholas Chubb of the Cleveland Steamers going up against New England, who I think Chubb is the either number one or number two running back on the season. Uh, he's in for a big fall, just as the Steamers are as well. Yeah, I think as far as players that are going to have a, a, a breakout game, Probably Nick's, uh, Mixon. Like I feel like he's been really good, but he hasn't like hit that fifty-point game. Uh, and as far as a player that I feel like might be a dud, uh, my heart says probably McCaffrey. He's been pretty solid. Uh, the Rams D hasn't been great, but I feel like he's due for a bad one. So basically, Rob's team. Rob's team is due for a letdown. But uh, all right, uh, moving on. We have Ruby from PRPS. Uh, Dan Snyder, worse than Donald Trump when it comes to lying. What? For reference, Dan Snyder, we know who he is. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Pinocchio's up there. Uh, George Washington, know, Bill Clinton, they're all pretty good liars. Uh, all right, Chaos Fantasy Nerds, episode six is a wrap, and Rob sucks. The Chaos Cast does have some surprises for you in the coming weeks with our mid-season review and some other top-secret content that will remain undisclosed at this time. However, we certainly hope that you're having as much fun as we are, even though we all got whooped by the Houdinis. We'll see if he pulls a disappearing act or if he can continue on in his winning ways. But, as always, continue to leave your smart mouth comments and filthy smack talk on the Chaos Group text line, and let's step up the mailbag questions. But in the meantime, set your lineup, work on your smack talk game, and remember, nobody cares about your crappy fantasy football team.